It's March 7, 2018, and welcome to another edition of Bite Marsh Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. And I'm Ryan Ozawa. First up, we're going to talk to Shinoa Farnsworth from Blue Startups about the open call for Cohort 10. And then we'll learn about the Maui Energy Conference from Frank DiRego from MNEB and Aki Marceau from the Elemental Accelerator. But yes, first up, let's welcome Shinoa Farnsworth. Back from Blue Startups, she's here to tell us about recruiting for their upcoming cohort of Blue Startups, cohort number 10. Welcome back, Shinoa. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for uh, joining us. You know, you were traveling all over the place too, right? Yeah, I just came back from D.C. Uh It was uh, there for the Rise of the Rest conference that Mm. is hosted by Steve Case. Which was uh, awesome. And there was recognition there, I believe, for Blue Startup's excellent program. There was. There was, as well as Accelerate UH. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were both there, Tarek Sultan and I. And uh, really, you know, it was just very gratifying to be uh, appreciated for all our hard work building these ecosystems around the country all the ecosystems outside of Silicon Valley. That's that's kind of what the event was about. So mm. really very cool. Yeah, so I was following your uh, your Twitter feed and some of your Facebook posts, and, and both you and Tarek were up there. Tell us, what was it that you, re- you really gained? I mean, w- was there something that you could c- bring back to Hawaii and, and Hawaii could benefit from? There were a lot of things. I think one that just stands out in my mind is a program out of Detroit. They actually have an expat in residence in Silicon Valley, which I thought was really cool. A very high-level VC Mm. that's from Detroit that functions as uh, the the expat in residence for Detroit there. So she's kind of an ambassador for Detroit in Silicon Valley. Hawaii could do something like that easily. They started with a group of um, Detroit people from around the world that was 300 and now has grown to like 10,000 or something. And they have events like Detroit homecoming events. So kind of like our old Kama'aina come home events. Mm -hmm. So that's something I think Hawaii could definitely put some energy towards is connecting all of our expats out there to help our entrepreneurs right here. And we have some prominent expats that we could certainly stand to hear more from. Exactly, like Steve Case. Case is one of them. Yeah, yeah. So the idea was really try to get a lot of the people that are in the accelerator business to meet each other, kind of share ideas, maybe do some networking. Yeah, I mean, Steve's uh, concept is basically that we'll be stronger together, you know, if we Mm -hmm. collaborate and we're all in these kind of smaller markets. So we don't have, you know, all that. Uh, behind us to begin with. So we, you know, working together can do a lot more than if we just worked on our own. So it's really sharing best practices and maybe sharing some deal flow, Mm. some follow on capital, things like that. Mm. And then there's the Rise of the Rest Fund, which Steve Case is going to invest uh, over time $150 million into companies outside of Silicon Valley. So that's good news for Hawaii, too. So now we're we're on the radar for that. Oh, good. So the Blue Startups program, as a testament to how long it's been around building this ecosystem, is heading into its 10th cohort of startup companies. So you are looking (laughs) for applications, people who have a little bit more of an idea, though, that they want to build into a scalable, successful business. And I believe that uh, certain cohorts have a theme what are you looking for for cohort number 10? Yeah, so the theme, this cohort really is East Meets West. We've been hosting the East Meets West conference, right. as you know, for four years. And we really have put a focus on uh, building our network in Asia and connecting the dots between Asia and North America and using Hawaii as that bridge. So we're really looking for companies that want to leverage that network and and those relationships. So uh, anybody that's looking to get into the Asian marketplace or vice versa, Asian companies looking to get into the U.S. market. Uh, So that's one focus. Of course, it's not exclusive. You know, first and foremost, we want to serve our local entrepreneurial community. So any Hawaii entrepreneur that has a 
scalable business uh, that wants to go global is welcome to apply. Um, certain verticals that we look for always uh, travel technologies, mm-hmm. gaming technologies. We are, as you know, a subsidiary of the Tetris company. So we're affiliated with that big, big gaming brand in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, impact, right? So it's, if we can make an impact as well, uh, social entrepreneur uh, type of things, we're really interested in that too. There's a, There seems to be like a real interest and buzz around blockchain. I mean, mm-hmm. so what are, you, what, are you, what are you hearing about blockchain and what are you looking for in some of the companies that might be perhaps pitching I know that we'll, we will see a lot of blockchain applications. Uh, as you know, from the East Meets West conference, we just had we mm-hmm. heavily focused on blockchain. Uh, we had many speakers in, in, the, uh, in that sector. It's very hot right now mm-hmm. um, and a lot of interest. So I'm sure we will see things in and around it. That's really a, a kind of building block technology, right, and not in and of itself a business model. So I think there we will see a lot of companies that are utilizing blockchain in their you know, application for travel or in their application for fintech or in their Mm -hmm. application for, uh, you know, many different sectors. So it'll be, I think, a part of a lot of things that people will do, just like AI has become kind of a part of everything you do now, not it's kind of a stand, it started as kind of a standalone, you know, exciting new sector, AI, everything. Mm -hmm. Now it's just, of course you have AI, right? right? What's the application, the practical application? Well, you know, Bert and I have been tracking this ecosystem for the entirety of this show, um, and it was exciting for myself to be a part of a blue startup, startup, and it's still, for some reason, still kicking, and I can certainly testify to how how helpful the program is from creating the company, dealing with IP, dealing with finding investors, and doing pitches. Um, For someone who has an idea or a company that they feel would be a good part of this program. What do they need? What do you look for when they apply to be a part of Cohort 10? Yeah. So the primary thing we're looking for is team, right? So we look for a team that is at least somewhat complete, meaning you've got technical talent on the team, business development talent on the team, perhaps some marketing talent on the team, uh, those kind of very essential pieces, the building blocks of a company. Uh, ideally, you, you come to us with that team intact. Um, in addition to that, obviously, product and market mm-hmm. are the, the main things we look at. We're looking for a large market, big opportunity, and we're looking for a company that already has a product. It can be very, you know, uh, MVP, right? Minimum viable product, but it needs to exist. And there needs to be some early indication of traction. In other words, some indication that people want right. to buy what you are going to sell. So in terms of uh, the application itself, do they have to come in with a, uh, a business plan, pretty much all spelt out? And how much of it needs to be presented to you? I guess, mm-hmm. in, in what finished, polished uh, product is it? Uh, are you looking for? You know, we really don't care about business plans as as we were all taught in our uh, MBA, MBA programs. It does, just doesn't matter anymore. Those are so static. What we're really looking at is where the business is today, mm-hmm. where is the product, and again, how are customers responding to the product? That's what we want to know. Uh, we don't need you to have a pretty presentation about it. We'd more... Uh, be interested in the in the facts, right? Mm-hmm. We launched the product on this date. So many people used it. Here's the feedback they gave us. Here's what we're going to do next. This is where we need to go uh, with the product. And and our job at Blue Startups is going to help you scale that, right? What are the go-to-market strategies that are going to work? How are you going to 
attract investors to bring capital into the company that will get you to that next mm-hmm. level. That's really the focus that we'd like to have. And I like what you said about teams because you could come in with an idea, but by the time you're through this program, you could have a completely different idea, a different product. We've certainly seen that happen. So there's a 13-week yes. program. It's going to kick off in May. There's going to be a conference in Hong Kong, a demo day in Honolulu, Capstone Week in San Francisco in August. A lot of fun. Where, Shanoa, can someone go to find more information to apply for Cohort 10 of Blue Startups? So pretty simple, bluestartups.com. Hit the big apply button. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully you can find it. And this is the only cohort for this year? This is going to be the only cohort this year, so you don't want to miss this bus. It's going to go right by us, and and we really want to take advantage of that. So, yeah, the program will be May through August. And next week on March 14th, we're having a founder mixer at Blue Startups. You can also find information on that. on our last uh, newsletter or website. And that will be at the Blue Startups headquarters from 5 to 7 p.m. The idea behind the Founder Mixer is for uh, founders that maybe they have an idea, but they don't have a complete team. Uh, we invite all the, the Dev League uh, graduates down there mm-hmm. to, to maybe round out your team with a new developer that's looking for uh, his or her first gig. So that that's the the Founder Mixer event. Very Sounds good. Great. And, you know, Shanoa, I got to tell you, you've done, you've done a great job with all the cohorts. You've done a great job with, you know, getting some of these uh, startups I, you, you just really are good at mentoring these young teams. i got to tell you that, Shanoa. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> our job. <laughs> well, thanks, Shanoa, for joining us. We'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Aki Marceau and Frank DiRego. We'll talk about the Maui Energy Conference. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Shamanad University, Inter-Island Solar Supply, and Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. The most unique thing about public radio is the diversity. Whether it's HPR1 or HPR2, the diversity is totally amazing, and you don't get that from any other platform or news outlet. But Hawaii Public Radio, you turn it on in your car, you never know what fascinating information or music you're going to discover. It's fabulous. Member-supported Hawaii Public Radio. Radio with vision. Listen and see. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. Of course, uh, Next week is the fifth annual Maui Energy Conference. And, of course, now joining us are Aki Marceau and Frank DiRego. Aki is the Director of Policy and Community over at the Elemental Accelerator. And Frank is with the Maui Economic Development Board and is the Director of Business Development. And what role do your respective organizations play in the Maui Energy Conference? And, of course, uh, what opportunities are there in decarbonization and the theme of this year's gathering? Welcome to Bite Marsh Cafe. Thank you very much. This is Frank from Maui. Hi, Frank. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me to join today. Well, you know, Aki, I want to start with you because, you know, this is the first time that we've had, in fact, you know, when you were Energy Accelerator, we didn't even have you on, and now you've changed your name to Elemental Accelerator, and now I'm Glad that we've at least, you know, brought you to the studio to tell us a little bit about what does Elemental Accelerator do before we get into the Maui Energy Conference? Yeah, sure. Um, 
Uh, thank you again. So we are similar to Blue Startups, who you um, heard earlier today, um, are a startup accelerator, but we focus primarily on the growth stage. So mm-hmm. for those who are in the sector, um, those are primarily startups that have raised a seed stage of funding to series C stage of funding. Um, so these are companies that have, they're past like the prototyping phase, um, and they are really developing and have shown some initial customer traction or are already trying to scale their businesses. Mm-hmm. So they're uh, so you would consider Blue more early stage, much earlier stage than than by the time they get to uh, uh, Elemental. Yeah, typically we focus on later stage um, growth uh, startups, and every year we have an annual call for applications or call for innovation, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and similar to Blue, we are um, our applications are open right now, and they'll close in a few weeks, so March thirtieth. So if you're interested in applying, please go to our website, ElementalAccelerator.com, and click apply. Um, And we find and fund 12 to 15 startups each year focused on solving problems and finding solutions in energy, agriculture, mobility, and water. Mm -hmm. Um, Oftentimes, we also see some kind of similar uh, verticals in fintech and cybersecurity as well as they relate to these kind of environmental areas. Now, Shanoa just got done kind of uh, giving us an overview of what the application process might might, uh, be part of the Blue Startup uh, um, application, but given that your, uh, let's say, open call for applications is now available, are you looking for something different? Uh, Or could a team, company, potentially apply to both? Yeah, you could potentially apply to both programs if you're interested and feel as though you have the bandwidth to participate in Mm -hmm. both. Um, Once our applications close, we go through a due diligence process similar to any kind of venture capital firm. Um, So we talk to the company's investors and potential partners. Um, We also do a lot of outreach to... uh, our local community and our partners to see if there is a potential fit to deploy a project in Hawaii. Mm. So one of the differences is we'll actually fund up to a million dollars to do a project in Hawaii or Asia Pacific. Well, it's definitely a great program. It's good to have both Blue Startups and Elemental Accelerator on today. Uh, For disclosure, of course, our startup went through both of those programs, both excellent programs. And you're one of the uh, founding or one of the core organizers helping out with this Maui Energy Conference. Let's go to you, Frank. I mean, this conference has been around for five years. It's the Maui Energy Conference, but it's not just for Maui, is that correct? Uh, yes, it's a statewide conference that we've had for five years. Uh, we usually get quite a number of uh, uh, people from the mainland as well as uh, Europe and Asia that also attend the conference. And uh, this year should be a very interesting uh, subject. Uh, it's uh, decarbonization, uh, business opportunity for innovative communities. So we're seeing, uh, as Aki was talking about, that there are opportunities in business as you're looking also to uh, look at uh, protecting and saving the environment as well. This is just not a, uh, a sort of a feel-good kind of operation. Mm-hmm. It also has practical implications for business. Uh, we're going to spend, uh, by the way, it's 10 years ago that we also uh, got involved with the Hawaii Clean Energy Initiative. So we're going to start the conference by taking sort of a retrospective look back, but also using that as a platform for looking at the future in terms of the kinds of business opportunities that HCI has created, what can we do to carry that effort forward, what needs to be different than what we've done before, and how does carbon fit into that? Uh, you know, we've been using for years, especially with the electric utility, the renewable portfolio standard, 
But, uh, you know, renewable energy and oftentimes clean energy aren't the same thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, what we're looking at is uh, why are we doing the HCI? Because it's a clean energy initiative, and how do we carry that movement forward? How do we measure that? How do we put a price on carbon? How how can businesses uh, uh, and communities actually benefit from the economic development that is possible by new, disruptive, innovative companies trying to attack this problem. And the Elemental Accelerator is a perfect example of a group that is kind of looking at these opportunities and trying to make it work for everyone. So, so Frank, in terms of the, the structure of the conference, do you typically look at uh, you know, the, the sort of conference format and have uh, presenters and, and look at state-of-the-art topics that are going on, you know, in this uh, clean energy sphere. I mean, what is it that uh, has sort of changed over the years that, that you see the, the conference sort of evolving into? Well, we started off, if you remember, in 2014, uh, looking at the utility business model, and it was specifically focused on the utility. The year after that, we had the whole Nextera uh, mm. uh, and Kiko uh, merger, uh, and it was really focused on the utility. Actually, we've mm. kind of broadened that now to kind of take into consideration other communities, whether it also be the environmental community, but still trying to keep that core element of all these efforts have to be somehow put into practice through technology, which still means our core audience is also uh, people who uh, provide energy services, technology, uh, power generation, other utilities that might be interested in seeing what Hawaii's journey has been and continues to be to reach 100% renewable. You know, how much is this going to cost? You know, I, it, I, I can tell you that there's a whole discussion going on saying that, you know, the first 50% might be easy to knock off, but how much in proportion is the next 25% and then even that last 5% going to cost us by mm -hmm. 2045? to actually make sure that we hit that target of 100% renewable and clean energy. So, uh, so basically the, uh, the focus of the conference is through plenary sessions and that we um, uh, have moderated sessions uh, throughout the conference. Uh, one of them will be, Aki will be involved in, in terms of their reverse pitch session, mm -hmm. and each of the panels will kind of deal with their particular subject uh, we'll be dealing with storage technologies. We'll be dealing with the business opportunities for, uh, created by Hawaii Clean Energy Initiative. We have a whole session on regulating carbon, what are the best solutions. Um, and then we have one on carbon and the, the relationship between that and energy efficiency. So there will be time for uh, the presentations, but also time for questions at the end. And we have tons of networking time which is the important part of the conference. This is where people take the, what they've learned or what is interest to them, and they start talking to each other about it. And this is, that's where the real action happens well, that's, in uh, networking time. Yeah, Frank, you know, the, it, it does sound like this Maui Energy Conference is really kind of the premier uh, energy conference in Hawaii, and, and it's really kind of cool that it's happening on Maui. I, I do want to uh, talk a little bit more about some of the uh, plenary sessions and, and who do you have uh, Talking and I, I do want to talk to Aki about the reverse pitch and how she's incorporated some of the elemental accelerator folks into the the conference. But want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with both 
Frank DiRego and Aki Marceau. We're talking about the energy, the Maui Energy Conference. This is Bike Marks Cafe. Support for Bike Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk show programming. Mahalo to contributors Bush Consulting, Sacred Hearts Academy, and Urgent Care Hawaii. Welcome back. This is Bike Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And I'm Ryan Ozawa. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Aki Marceau from Elemental Accelerator and Frank DeRego from the Maui Economic Development Board about the Maui Energy Conference. And of course, uh, you know, there's uh, lots of stuff going on over at this, this uh, Maui Energy Conference. And I'm, I'm really interested in, in how certain things sort of get, uh, get developed and evolve into presentations. And Aki, you've got an interesting session that you folks are, are planning with reverse pitches. And now we're kind of used to the idea of reverse pitches and hackathons and code challenges, but how do you see this being delivered at the Maui Energy Conference? Yeah, we're so excited about this session. I'll be working with Fred Riedel, who's the energy commissioner at Maui, Mm -hmm. um, to put this together. And we've invited five different entities um, across Hawaii to to help out. And so for those listening on the phone or on the um, radio, Bert Lum is kind of like the godfather Ah. of reverse pitching in Hawaii. So um, I've taken a lot of tips from him. Um, So so thank you, Bert, just to kind of air that publicly. so uh, we have folks from Hawaii Energy, which really focuses on energy efficiency mm-hmm. and the rebates. Um, Rocky Mould from Office of Resiliency, um, City and County of Honolulu. Uh, ben Sullivan from Kauai County. And then uh, David Rodriguez from the Department of Transportation, so mm-hmm. HDOT, as well as the Maui Police Department. So some unusual suspects in the space are going to be sharing their, their pain points and their challenges and really kind of like opening up to the community. And we're going to be live streaming this on Facebook, on our uh, Facebook account at Elemental Accelerator, um, to our pipeline partners and those interested in applying to our program to share more information of the real pain points that we're experiencing in Hawaii and also um, kind of really hoping to hope that to um, create some energy around solving these challenges in the reverse pitch session we're not really um, we're not asking the speakers to really present what they think their solutions are mm-hmm. we're hoping that that comes from the pitch session mm-hmm. so in the typical sort of hackathon code challenge you have actually people that are ready to get down you know for that whether it's weekend or a week to work on something but in the conference setting, there are conference attendees. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't really expect them to be really forming teams or working on any of these projects. You're actually putting this together so that people are who are watching on Facebook Live might be thinking about maybe pulling a team, a team together. Yeah, yeah. Um, or they might already have a solution in place. Sometimes there's a lot of these ideas and companies that exist in other um, parts of the country or even globally, and they don't. They might not know that there's a market here in Hawaii. So we want to really um, expose those those challenges that we're experiencing as potential market opportunities mm-hmm. for these companies to come here, or even if it's a local company that they can say, oh, okay, well, you know, um, I'd love to work with one of these agencies. Um, another kind of aspect to it is large legacy institutions like, you know, utilities or um, even big companies, as well as government agencies, have a lot of um, restrictions or challenges for good reasons around procurement. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a way to sort of like soft 
RFI something, so like a request for information. Um, so when they state what their challenges are, we'll be able to see through our applications process um, and through this the um, engagement on Facebook Live uh, whether or not there are even solutions out there for these challenges. And also very quickly um – the, your your CEO, Don Lippert, is also going to be speaking at this conference. Yeah, that's correct. So Don Lippert, our CEO, will be speaking um, with Ulupono Initiative, so Kyle Data, as well as Luis Oliveira, the mm-hmm. DBED, Department of Business, Economic Development, and Tourism Director. Uh, excellent. So uh, let's get back to um, our friend on Maui. In terms of uh, the other speakers, are there keynotes or, you know, uh, lead, leading industry people that you'd like to highlight f- that are coming to this program? I know you're going to start with Diane Moss from the Renewables 100 Policy Institute, but it looks like there's a lot of great names here. Yes, uh, well, uh, we mentioned one, uh, Luis Salaveria, who will be moderating the business opportunities created by the Hawaii Clean Initiative. Uh, Diane Moss, who's the founding redec- uh, director of Renewables uh, 100 Policy Institute, they're basically an institute that goes around uh, helping uh, either municipalities or regions or whole countries uh, work toward uh, 100% renewable energy as a part of their uh, power generation. So she's a very interesting speaker. We're looking forward to her. The, the second day uh, invited speaker is very interesting. It's uh, Alice Madden. Uh, she used to be, uh, form- she was the former principal uh, Deputy Secretary of the Department of Energy, and she was the keynote speaker at the first Maui Energy mm-hmm. Conference. So she's coming back, and she's going to talk about Maui Energy Conference five years later, and she's going to talk about the uh, trends in the nation and all, as well as in Hawaii that have happened in renewable energy over the last five years. So she's going to be taking... A kind of a look back, but also a look forward in terms of opportunities as well. And I see on the last day of the program, you have storage technologies. I mean, we've been reading a lot about Tesla, for example, so I imagine that's going to be a hot topic as well. Yes, we, we have uh, John Yoshimura, who's uh, the representative here in Hawaii for uh, Tesla. Uh, we have, uh, actually, I'm trying to look at my program right <laughs> now because this is such a large program, I can't keep everybody in my head. But... Uh, Yes, definitely. We've got a whole session on storage technologies. We're having uh, also a session on decarbonizing transportation. Uh, We're going to have actually some demonstration e-bikes from one of our local vendors, uh, Ride Smart Maui, available so people can actually take a ride around the grass in sort of a, a mountain bike version of a uh, e-bike, but uh, Brendan Morioka, the general manager of the electrification of transportation for Hawaiian Electric Company, is moderator for that, and uh, David Graham, the deputy chief officer of the neighborhood services for the city of San Diego, Mike Hansen, the uh, president of Hawaii Shippers Council, and David Snyder, the executive director of the California Bicycle Coalition, will be make up that panel. The interesting thing is 29% 29% of the nation's uh, carbon is, first of all, done by electricity generation. 27% is done by commercial and industry, and then it's like 12% and 9% for uh, between 12 and 9% for residential. So carbon is a big issue and how we deal with it. So Absolutely. we're trying to take a uh, look at this. 
from all angles and seeing how technology can be of advantage. So, Frank, uh, Frank, so uh, where can people go to sign up for the uh, Maui Energy Conference? Maui Energy Conference is www. Get this one, MauiEnergyConference.com. Very, Very good. Easy. And all you have to do is click the register now button. Fantastic. And uh, Aki, in terms of the Facebook Live, you kind of do you know when that's going to be? Yeah, so it's March fifteenth, Thursday, next mm-hmm. Thursday at ten thirty a.m. And please tune into Facebook.com backslash Elemental Accelerator. And Accelerator is spelled E-X-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-O-R. Well, we'll definitely put that up on our show notes, and people can tune in and and and. Pitch some uh, some companies to you for the next cohort. Of course, Marcy Marceau is the director of pol- yes, is the director of policy and community at uh, Elemental Accelerator. And of course, Frank DiRego is the director of business development over at the Maui Economic Development Board. I want to thank you both for joining us today. Thank, thank you, you very much. And thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Please join us next week when we'll find out about the Boy Scouts and the Ellison Onizuka Day of Exploration. And, of course, if you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on BiteMarksCafe.org. If you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email us at feedback at BiteMarks.org. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at BiteMarks. And you can follow me at Hawaii. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us here every Wednesday on HPR One or anytime via the HPR app. Stay safe, and we will see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. This you